0: Hey guys, good morning and welcome to City West Church. My name is Mac Gervain. I'm the lead pastor and I'm very glad that you're choosing to worship with us online. Now, today is a little different because it's the day after Christmas and typically we'd be worshiping together um, uh, at Fuse Workspace, but due to the holidays and Christmas Eve or Christmas Eve service just having happened uh, two days ago, we decided to meet um, uh, online this week and next week. And so I hope that maybe you, you've never tuned in with the service with us before, but I hope that uh, you're blessed today and you choose to join us again online next week. And then on uh, January the 9th, I hope that you join with us again in the new year with in-person worship. Now, we're sitting here uh, in this Christmas season uh, that you know, we literally just had Christmas yesterday, and it, if I didn't say this already, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, I'm, I'm I hope that it was a good day for you with family, um, or however you were forced to gather, given the the circumstances. Uh, but here's what's what's interesting. You know, we have this big build up for Christmas, and a lot of the you know excitement is there, and then it's December the 26th, and the question is what happens next? What happens after the big shebang? What happens after everything happens? You know, Uh, it reminds me uh, uh, about a year and a half ago, I really started trying to become somebody Um, who barbecues and so i've been watching videos for a year i've been tasting barbecue uh, uh, from different top spots around the state for a while and anybody who's heard me preach knows that i talk a lot about food and a lot about barbecue but it's interesting i remember when i was watching videos and learning techniques on how to cook brisket uh, there was this interesting thing. So you, you do all your preparation. You, you get this brisket, you, you trim it, you, you season it, you get the fire going, percolating just at the right temperature, depending on your smoker, anywhere between 225 to 250, maybe 275 on the high end. Uh, but you're, you're sitting there, you're, you're burning this clean fire. Then you put this thing inside And if it's your first brisket, like my first brisket uh, and as the videos were saying, like when you're doing your first brisket, it it was so interesting because you're just tempted to want to go inside and peek over and over and over again. But there's this whole saying in barbecuing that if you're looking, then you ain't cooking. And the whole point is that for, you know, for the first few hours, don't open the hood. Don't do anything. Just let that thing cook. Now, what becomes interesting when you do open it up several hours into the cook is that it begins to look really beautiful. It's this, you know, cool looking bark. Uh, it's a mahogany looking thing. Uh, uh, and it'd be very tempting to just like go, well, I guess we're good. But in reality, you're nowhere close to the end product. You're nowhere close to, to the finished product of what it's supposed to look like, even though it may start to look like something on the outside. It's still not ready on the inside. And if you were to pull that brisket out three hours in, uh, it would be tough and hard and disgusting and an awful, awful, awful mess. And so what you have to do is continue to remember the big picture goal uh, that A, you gotta leave it alone, B, that it has a lot more time to cook uh, before it's ready and you know to kind of trust the process. Now, it's interesting for us as we look at Christmas and what do we do the day after Christmas or in the time after Christmas, like we spend all this time in excitement. It's important for us to uh, remember that ultimately God has a bigger picture in mind of what Christmas is about and what it means. And so we have to trust God's process. And as we have that in mind, I want us to look at a couple verses in the book of Luke chapter 2 because I think it speaks to a lot about this idea of trusting God's process and understanding what to do with life in the in-between. So looking at Luke chapter two, beginning in verse 41, it says this. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. And when the feast was ended, as they were returning, the boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not, didn't know it. But supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey, but then they began to search for him among their relatives and acquaintances, and when they did not find him, they returned to Jerusalem, searching for him. After three days they found him in the temple, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And came to Nazareth Nazareth and was submissive to them, and his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in the favor and in favor with God and man. Let's pray. God, we thank you just for your word. Lord, help us to have understanding this morning. And Lord, we ultimately want to be transformed and to know more of who you are and to be who you've called us to be. So we pray all these things in Jesus' name, Amen. So We're looking at this, and and, and it's this question of what do we do in the in-between. What do we do in the in-between? In this particular point, we understand with the Christmas story that Mary understood that the angels had come to her and told her about the great thing that was being done through her life and that God was having favor on her and she was going to birth the Messiah. And then she did and shepherds came and she and, and, and wise men came and, 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 you know, all the things that were surrounding the birth of the Messiah happened. And then, after all of that, the story fast-forwards us to years down the road. And the question is, what happens between the birth of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus? What happens in the in-between? And Mary and Joseph find themselves in an interesting place. Jesus you know, their son whom they're taking care of, also the Messiah, that angels came to them to let them know about what God was doing, is missing. And they begin to be stressed. And they begin to be troubled. And they begin to look for Him. They find Him in the temple with the religious leaders and He's going back and forth with them. He makes this comment about Uh, didn't you know that I would be at my father's house about his business? And so, when it comes to life in the in-between, I think there are three things, very brief things, that I'm going to cover here this morning that we can see. The first is this, is this trust that God is continuing to do the work. The fear and anxiety that arose in Mary and Joseph, in part, is there because they have taken on this stress. But here's the thing. As much as they want to be good parents, as much as they are, are, are trying to care for him, they have to remember that it's ultimately God that's doing the work. It's God that's doing the work. God is the one that interrupted their lives. God is the one who uh, has done this miraculous thing with the incarnation of the Savior, And ultimately, then, it is God who is going to continue to do the sustaining work. And as we find Jesus, he's doing the Father's business because it is not about them. It's about God doing something great through them. It's God that's doing the work. And it's interesting for us as we are too uh, are, are following after God and are pursuing things in life that we don't lose sight of the fact that it's not about us. It is about God doing supernatural, divine, providential work in our lives and through our lives. And your success in life isn't going to be about how good you are, about how much you strive, about how hard you work. It is ultimately about whether or not God is actively moving in your life. And so it's important for us to remember, first of all, that God is doing the work. The second thing that's connected to that that we have to remember is that God. we have to remember God's promise. We have to remember God's promise. Mary and Joseph are fearful because they fear that they have lost him and that something could have happened, but it's only because they've lost sight of the promise. God did not miraculously bring about this work in their lives so that Jesus would be lost. And this would not be the first time or the last time that people in Scripture would lose sight of the promise and thus be filled with fear and anxiety, frustration, strife, and all the things in between. We see this later on in Jesus' life. When he's on the boat and the storm begins to blow and they begin to be fearful, the disciples, that they're going to drown. And we have to remember the promise of God. Jesus did not come to drown in a boat. He came to die on a cross and rise again so that all who put their faith in him would have eternal life and hope and joy and peace. And so that's ultimately why he's here. He's here to do and accomplish his work. And so Mary and Joseph have lost sight just a little bit about the promise of God, about the promise of the Messiah, the promise that the angels made to them, the promise that was confirmed to them when the shepherds showed up at the manger, the promise that was confirmed to them when the wise men came, the promise that was conferred to them when they were given the tip about the... the the, the, the shady uh, uh, intentions of Herod and so they're able to flee to Egypt and ultimately come back to Nazareth in the right time. They have to remember the promise of God and you also have to remember the promise of God. God is doing a work. You have to remember He's the one doing the work and you have to remember exactly what the promise is in this in-between time. But lastly is this, remember the lessons along the way. What I love most about this is right at the end, it says that Mary uh, uh, began to um, uh, and his mother treasured up all these things in her heart. She remembered. She she stored up all these things in her heart. And one of the things that we have to remember to do as we journey along in faith and follow after God is to remember the lessons that we learn along the way. We may not understand it all today, but we have to remember that these are important things and we have to remember these lessons that are being learned along the way because ultimately, as we continue to pursue God and His will for our lives. He will give us understanding when it's time to understand, and it's only at the end that we'll understand the lessons being learned. I remember right before I got married that uh, some of the best advice that I got was from a random guy at church, and he said, uh, throughout your whole process that day, I want you to make sure that you remember to stop and take a mental picture. Take a mental picture and remember it, because there's so much going on that day, but Make sure that you stop and pause throughout the day and take mental pictures and moments. And honestly, I don't remember a lot about what happened on my wedding day. I, I remember what it was, <laughs> I remember where it was, and I remember uh, that I married Grace, but I don't remember everything that happened. There was a lot of people there, a lot of things happening my life radically changed on that day. But I did remember to stop and pause and take some mental moments. And honestly, those are the things that I remember. I remember stopping to pause and take a picture with my brother. This is the last of the Gervais boys being single. I remember uh, having a a time hanging out with my boys uh, right before we walked outside. I I remember uh, standing at the front of the church and watching as the processional began. In I, I remember. You know, some of these little moments here and there after I got married, after the ceremony was over, and Grace and I got to just stand uh, off to the side for a moment before everything got real crazy. After we processed out of the church, all these little things, and they were important because uh, they were symbolic of the greater thing that God is doing symbolic of the greater thing that god uh, was doing in my life in that day and how my life was transforming and so you know the reality is is that it's good for us to stop and pause and remember those moments and just like for us and for mary for mary it was true for us today she didn't understand everything that jesus was talking about in that moment but she knew that something great was happening so she stored it up and i want you to understand this past year has been crazy And honestly, this is the last Sunday of 2021 that we'll uh, do some kind of worship, whether in person or or online together. But I want you to understand this. We don't have to understand everything that's happened this year, but we do need to remember this, that God is working, that God has made promises that he intends to keep, and that it's good for us to remember these lessons along the way only as we continue to grow and progress in life that we will have a greater understanding of who God is and what he's doing in our lives and through us. Let's pray. God, we thank you just for this day and for this time together. And Lord, I do pray that in life in the in-between, we would be faithful and remember that you are Is remember your working. Remember the lessons that we're learning along the way. God, for those that don't know you as their Lord and Savior, I pray that today would be the day that they experience salvation. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Look, I'm so glad that you chose to worship with us this morning. And as we close things out, I just want to encourage you. If you are, uh, uh, somebody who's connected to city West church, then, uh, man, we're looking forward to seeing you in the new year. And we are going to continuously pursue uh, God's passion and calling for our life. But if you're somebody who's just tuning in and has questions about faith, what does it mean to be a Christian? You know, what are the stuff that you're talking about? Then I want to encourage you to connect with us, uh, in a couple of different ways. You can go to our website, citywest.church. And, um, connect with us there or you can follow us on social media and shoot us a message. Uh, You can message in the chat, uh, uh, in the comments here, in this video, on Facebook or on YouTube. Uh, But no matter what, if God's doing something in your life or you have questions, I would encourage you to reach out to us so that we can connect with you and pray for you and encourage you as you follow after Christ. That being said, so excited to see you guys in the new year. All right, guys, have a blessed day. Bye.